Good morning on this Tuesday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. If you joined us yesterday, we left off where we mentioned that Noah walked with God, Abraham walked with God, Enoch walked with God, Jesus walked with God, basically. The Gospel of John is uh, very, very open. It explains and lets us see, without a shadow of a doubt, how it is that Jesus was functioning in not only the supernatural, but in the realm of the Spirit. And when I say the realm of the Spirit, I'm talking in comparison of walking in the flesh and walking in the Spirit. It is a big contrast. Galatians makes a very big distinction in the book of Galatians in chapter 5 between walking in the flesh and walking in the spirit and not fulfilling the lust thereof. So it's important for us to understand that when we look at Jesus uh, in the Bible, we see that every action of his was for a divine purpose, as were his words. So we can learn a lot from just reading and studying but even more so allowing the Holy Spirit to take what we have read, what we have studied, or what we have heard Him speaking to us, and open it even further to enlighten us. Now, it says in the book of Genesis, in chapter 6, in verse number 9, these are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generation and Noah walked with God so we find here that the thing that we had mentioned earlier that he walked with God now you have to stop and think when he walked with God God was able to reveal to him and unveil to him his purposes and reasonings for certain things why he wanted Noah to build an ark. How he wanted Noah to build the ark. How long it took to build the ark. See, you have to stop and consider that as they walked with God, these individuals, it was not just a religious act. It was not a form of some ceremonial a religious display. They literally walked with God. Where they took a footstep, God was taking a footstep with them. Where they went, God was going with them also. And that is what we see in the life of Jesus. As our primary example, we can see how he teaches us these things. The book of John, in chapter 17, His priestly prayer, in verse 3, he makes mention that this is eternal life, to know thee, the one and only true God, and Jesus, your Son, whom you have sent. In other words, to know him and walk with him go hand in hand. One of the astounding statements of Jesus is when he says, Depart, depart from me, you doers of evil, or, or you uh, evil workers, for I knew you not. I don't know you. Meaning 
that even though they did certain things, because it does say that many will say, well, you know, didn't we cast out devils? Didn't we heal the sick? Didn't we do these things in your name? And Jesus is going to say, I don't know you. In other words, they never walked with Jesus. They had a form of religion. They had a form of godliness. But the true power thereof was denied by never entering into the realm of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit wants us to walk and live a supernatural life, a spiritual life, where we depend upon God, not only to meet our needs, but it's a walk of faith. And when we 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 mention a walk of faith, we're not throwing that word around just carelessly or casually. We're saying that literally it takes walking with him, knowing him as we know him and become more acquainted personally with him. There is a growing of our faith that is also developed. Yes, Jesus uh, or, or the apostles talked about your faith groweth exceedingly. You can you can read the word, you can spend time in the word, you can meditate in the word. But when you spend time with the living word, with the person who in the beginning was the word, and the word became God, we begin to understand that in walking in that fellowship with Christ, it has to do with knowing him. And as we know him, we begin to trust and depend upon him more and more. And the more that we depend upon him and trust upon him, then the more that our faith in him is a living faith, a walking faith, a talking faith, a demonstrating faith. Because Jesus said, look, when I see the Father do something, I just do it. It's not hard for me to have faith. I just simply see him do it. And I am obedient. I obey him. And I do it too. And when I hear the Father say something, I listen to his commandments. I obey his commandments. I do his commandments. So the very first thing that Jesus said in John chapter 3, verse 3, 4, and 5, we can actually read on to 6, 7, and 8. But he mentions to to Nicodemus, a doctor of the law, one that was supposed to be a leader of the people. And yet he couldn't comprehend and understand the natural things that Jesus was teaching. And he tells them, how are you going to understand spiritual things then? And Nicodemus said unto him, well, let's go back. And Jesus answered and and. and and answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, as he says unto us, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God, because we are and were spiritually dead. 
We were disconnected from him. We were not acquainted with him. There was no religious, uh, or uh, I'm going to say there was no relationship that existed. Now, we can have religion. We can have form. We can have all of these things and yet still miss the mark. There is a difference between developing a relationship and just simply developing forms of religion. Now, Nicodemus says unto Jesus, you know, because Jesus says, you cannot see the kingdom of God. You're not going to be able to enter into it. You're not going to be a partaker. You're not going to walk in the realm of the supernatural. You're not going to walk in the spiritual unless you're first born again. Because your inner man has to be woken up, has to be uh, uh, brought to a quickening where it is conscious of God. And there is a faith that is imparted of God to make it possible for us to be able to literally reach out and touch him. Sometimes, you know, people say, how do you know that you're saved? Or how do you know that God exists? And there's a response that's very normal. You know, I just know that I know that I know. I don't know how I know. I just know. That is the impartation of faith. The faith of God that is given to us at the moment that we receive Christ. And all of a sudden now, we can tap into the world of the Spirit. It requires faith. Without it, it's going to be impossible to walk in that realm. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? John 3, number uh, verse 5. And... Jesus answered unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So entering into the realm of the Spirit and seeing the things of God in the Spirit are essential and they are a part of this. Now, as we continue... There in the book of John, and we look at this just a little bit further, there's some interesting things that develop as Jesus goes on to explain to us how it is that an individual that is born again, how it is that he gets involved in the things of the Spirit. Now, this is what it says in verse number 6. <clears throat> That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. In verse number 8, he explains how this works. The wind blows where it wants to. Wind is representative of the breath of the Holy Spirit, the Ruah. In the Old Testament, uh, the Numa in the New Testament, the wind blows where it wants, and you can hear the sound thereof, but you cannot tell where it comes and where it goes. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Right here, Jesus opens up our eyes. 
using this comparison of the wind. He said, if we can hear the sound thereof, but we have to go a step further. We not only need to hear the sound, we need to hear the voice. See, a sound can be any sound, but it is the voice of the Holy Spirit, that spoken rhema of God that comes forth. If today you were to hear His voice, harden not your heart. If today the Spirit of God speaks to you, be obedient. See, the wind blows. He's comparing us to individuals that are guided by the wind. We're guided by the Spirit of God. And we can hear the sound thereof, but many times we just don't know where it's coming from or where it's going. It is developing the relationship into a very knit closeness that we begin to realize this is the direction that he wants me to go. This is what he wants me to do. This is what he's showing me. I'm not just hearing the sound of the wind rustling through uh, the the tree and the, the leaves just uh, making their sound. But I'm able to distinguish his voice in the midst of all those other sounds. I'm able to distinguish it now uh, in the book of uh, Kings. We have uh, the prophet Elijah as how God manifested himself in the wind and an earthquake and in fire. But it was in that small, still voice that he was able to hear that he covered his face and he was reverent and recognized that God was speaking to him. Jesus talked about when the father spoke to, uh, spoke to him and said, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And many of the people there heard it thunder. They heard a noise. But Jesus didn't hear a noise. He actually heard the voice of the father speaking to him. So once again, the wind blows where it wants. And you can hear the sound thereof. But you cannot tell where it comes from. Or where it goes. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. And Nicodemus answered him. This is uh, uh, chapter 3 verse 9. And said unto him. How can these things be? And Jesus says in 310. Uh, Jesus answered and said unto him. Art thou a master of Israel a teacher? And knoweth not these things? Then he goes on to say. Verily verily I say unto you. We speak that which we do know, and we testify uh, that which we have seen, and you receive not our witness. If I have told you earthly things, and you cannot believe, how shall you believe if I tell you of heavenly things? No man has ascended to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. Here is an eye-opener as Jesus taught the importance of being born again and being born of the Spirit and being guided by the Spirit of God. Consider this. If you're born again, then that is you and I that he was talking about. Consider this food for thought. 
and for the imagination. The Lord richly bless you. In Jesus' name, amen.